you got to give New England credit for one thing. The Patriots make it fun. New England is a proper evil empire. The Patriots are the New York Yankees dipped in Manchester United. They are a whole lot of fun to hate. Bill Belichick is Darth Vader. Couldn't win in Cleveland. Tom Brady is Eddie Haskell. If he was the backup quarterback, he'd be banging a ball girl, not Giselle. Without good heels, you can't have good baby faces. The Patriots are Andre the Giant. Can the Steelers be Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3? Can the Steelers get New England up for the slam Sunday? I don't know. I hope so, but I don't know. I don't know if the three demandments are going to be enough. The prayers, the training, the vitamins. I can't even get behind the three eyes as a solution. Because on Sunday, intelligence and intensity, you're going to need that. But a little less integrity might go a long way against a noted group of cheaters like New England is. It would feel so good to win, and it would feel so bad to lose. That's fun to feel that way. The New England Patriots are the necessary evil. But fun is fun, and suck is suck. And we all hate New England. So, Patriots, guess what? You just made the list! The list brought to you by Matt Marks Plumbing Cunt on a name you can trust. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Oh, wait, that's my the station number. If you call that number, we'll refer you to the proper number for Matt Marks Plumbing, which is 412-367-0815. We want to get you guys dialed in about the Patriots and the Steelers. And uh, forget about what's tangibly at stake Sunday afternoon at Heinz Field. Forget about home field in the playoffs, best record in the AFC, setting a tone for the playoffs, because none of that provides a guarantee moving forward as the Steelers' 3-10 and record against the Patriots in the Brady-Belichick era would indicate. Sunday at Heinz Field is about knocking the Patriots off their perch. It's a perch well-earned. Five Super Bowl wins doesn't lie. But this doesn't seem a vintage Patriots team. Pursuta says yes, but I've seen enough inconsistency. I saw what we all saw Monday night against Miami. They've only beat winning teams a couple times this year. And their defense ranks far down the list for yards a lot in the NFL. Although, like Triv said, they're pretty good in the red zone. You know, I can think of a lot of reasons the Steelers could win this game on Sunday. But tomorrow when it comes time to pick who wins, I'll still probably predict that the Patriots will. Let's go to GP. GP, you're on the Mark Madden Show. It's a pleasure as always. I I think that they should start out, um, you know, trying to have the ball control, see what they can do with Levy and Velvet. you know, if it doesn't work out after the first quarter and a half, honestly, I think they this year it's going to be a little different. I think that they can shoot out with Tom Brady. The past four weeks, Brady has not been his usual self, and some people are speculating it's due to some injury. 
who knows, but I, I, I've been watching them, and I truly don't feel it's the same Patriots team as it's been before. Tell me specifically why it's not the same Patriots team, because there are a lot of people, including Mike Pursuta, who we just talked to, a lot of people who would disagree with you. I'm seeing Brady playing a little different. I, I've seen some really errant throws over the past three or four weeks. Um, okay, and, and okay. no, seen... no, you really haven't because he obviously played terribly against Miami and mediocre at Buffalo. But before that, in the prior uh, five weeks, his quarterback ratings were 114, 132, 125, 95, 121. And, and on the season, uh, his passer rating is 105.2, and he's thrown 27 touchdowns against six interceptions. So if you're seeing Brady stumble, that might have been true against Miami. Otherwise, I would say it's in your imagination, filed under wishful thinking. I, I just think overall, coupled with how he's played recently, but in addition to that, their defense, I, I think we're starting to peak, and we can carve them up. I I think we have a shot at a shootout, and I think it's going to be a little different than it's been previous years. That's my hope, at least. Yeah, that's what we say every year, and then it turns out the same every year, doesn't it? I mean, I'm not I'm not casting aspersions on these Steelers' chances. I feel better about them now than I did before they lost to Miami. But uh, nonetheless, New England's defense, by the way, ranks fourth bottom in yards allowed with 374.6 yards per game. In terms of points, well, they're still not real good. They average 19 point. Oh, wait, hold on. I got it. I'm looking at it upside down. We talk about how bad the Patriots' defense is. They're allowing less points per game than the Steelers. 19.2 points per game. They're tough inside the 20. They get uh, fired up in that red zone. Let's go to... Let's go to Virgil. Virgil, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What up, man? What up, man? I think this game's also important because the winner probably doesn't have to play Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville won a game where Ben threw five picks, which he never does. I'm worried right. because defense, tra- defense travels, and that defense of Jacksonville is very, very good. And I'm sorry, it'd be great to unseat the champs and finally beat them in the playoffs or even on Sunday, but... If Jacksonville beats them in the playoffs, and that's who the Steelers play in the AFC Championship game, I got no cares in the world because no one's going to remember that. No question. Nobody ever does remember uh, who you beat on the way to a championship. They just remember that you won the championship. Here's a tweet from Sipo. Sipo tweets, with Juju being back, I think we have a great chance of outshooting the Patriots. Well, Juju is nursing a hamstring, as it turns out. He was a partial participant in practice today. But if the Steelers do beat New England, God bless Juju. I don't think he'll be the reason why. If the Steelers beat New England, I think it'll be because familiar names. Not that Juju's not familiar, but he is only a rookie number two or three wide receiver. If the Steelers win, I think it'll be because names above Juju on the Steelers totem pole have a big game. Or let's go to Jeff. Jeff, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Hey, what's up, Double M? What up? Hey, uh, just a quick question, wondering if uh, you feel any better with the way, you know, we came back in these last few weeks with the ball the last time. If we had the ball, say it's a you know, six-point game, 
and we have the ball with one minute left, how do you feel about our chances that way? I'd feel decent, but uh, New England's not Baltimore. New England's not Cincinnati, right? Right, but I feel if we have the ball, that Patriots defense, I feel we could go down the field on them if, you know, given the chance with the last minute of the game. But obviously everything, you know, has to fall that way. We also have to shoot out with them. But that just gives me a little bit more sense of security if we have the ball in the last, you know, last minute of the game. I don't dismiss the possibility. But it's still New England. Oh, yeah, and the Steelers absolutely. are 3-10 and against the Patriots in the Brady-Belichick era. It's just the team they lose to an awful lot. Yeah, and they lose I to them an feel, awful I lot in big like, situations. I feel like for, for whatever reason, we're going to have the ball at the end of the game. And for some reason, someone's going to do something stupid. And we're going to get like a penalty, 15-yard penalty, and it's going to screw us. <laughs> we'll see. They do take a lot of dumb penalties. If it comes down to consistency, focus, and maturity... I don't know how you couldn't pick New England. Let's go to Dustin. Dustin, you're on with the Super Genius. Hey, what's up, man? What up? I was just curious in your own opinion. Do you think that there is anything that would be legitimate, I guess, to say that the Patriots lost against Miami on purpose? No, they didn't do that. Thank you for the call. Never call again, though. Let's go to David. David, you're on with Mark. What up, Double M? What up? Hey, I mean, uh, Dante Hightower was obviously a huge part for the Patriots' defense, especially in yes. the run game. I mean, I think that right now they're like ver- the very last team in the league in average rush yards per carry. But the Steelers aren't really doing very well in average yards per carry. I think Le'Veon Bell is still averaging be- below four yards a carry, as crazy as it sounds. I mean, I really think that's their true weakness is being able to be, like, pounded on in the ground. And we really haven't been able to do that consistently for big chunks. I think that that's really going to come back to haunt them. I mean, they can throw it as much as they want. And they've been great I, I, at that. I don't think it'll help them, that's that for defense. sure. I just think, bro, think about this. We can sit here and come up with four, five, six obvious weaknesses where the Patriots have an edge over the Steelers, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, without a doubt. To say nothing of their track record against the Steelers in the Brady and Belichick era. Here's a tweet from Rooster. Pretty strong stuff. Let's see how much pressure Hayward and Tewitt get on Brady. I bet it's none. Miami won because they have Sue and a better defense, and Miami got pressure up the middle. That's true. Miami did get pressure up the middle against Brady. There's no denying that. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Mark. Yes. My my little birds tell me that the Miami game was a flu game. So actually, they're going to get killed, Mark. It's the same deal every year. Unless the NFL gives Tomlin a Super Bowl, they're going to get smashed. Okay. Not exactly a bold pick. They might get smashed. I, I mean, anybody who dismisses the possibility that New England wins easily on Sunday... Hasn't been paying attention to the kind of team New England has or what New England has done to the Ravens over the long haul of that rivalry in the Brady and Belichick era. If, if you know, if people are really using Miami beating New England as a way to generate probably more hope than you should, probably more logic than exists when it comes to the Steelers' chances on Sunday. Let's go to... Jeremy, 
You're on with double A. Mark, Mark, I said good day. Right. Hey, what does Tom winning a coaching staff take from that Miami game? What can they review, digest, decipher from that to put that into use to beat New England? Uh, not much, because they don't have the personnel to cover man-to-man. If they can't cover man-to-man, they're not going to get the pressure they need. What about putting Watt on Gronk? Is that a possibility? They could do it. Do you think it would work? A rookie against the best tight end in football history? Well, I'm just thinking with his athletic ability, the speed he has. What about Gronk's athletic ability? Yeah, that's I mean, you've actually led me down an interesting road. Uh, that's you. one reason to pick the pick the Patriots. I don't think the Steelers can handle Gronk. I just don't. Miami beat right. New England, and we haven't made nearly enough of the fact that Gronk wasn't available for that game because of that suspension. TJ Watt's a former tight end and all, but uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe when nothing you've done works try something different but if they were going to try something different it should have been man-to-man coverage and they should have been doing it all season long by way of preparation for this game let's go real quick to luke luke you're on the mark madden show yeah i just want to talk about the patriots uh you know it's a pretty even game from the standpoint of the offenses both offenses are good both defenses i don't think are very good because of injuries but the one thing that is the major difference is the Patriots coaching versus the Steelers coaching. That's going to be the difference in the game. It's the difference every time they play, period. Okay, how, how exactly will that manifest itself? How will it manifest? There's going to be some decisions made in that game that's going to change. Or after halftime, you're going to see changes by the Patriots that the Steelers won't be able to make adjustments to. See, I don't think, honestly, you could identify that stuff if it, if it jumped up and smacked you in the face through the TV. I think it's more about consistency. I think it's about discipline and focus, and, and consistency. And uh, I don't think it's going to be somebody making a bad call or, or going out on a limb and having the, the limb snap and you fall to, to an embarrassing loss. I just think the Patriots play better because they're prepared better. They have that fanatical attention to detail that's part of their team culture, and the Steelers definitely do not. I mean, you look at these past two wins, these come-from-behind wins, you can talk about the Steelers' guts, and we have at length. But... Uh, what happened in, in those games was the Steelers, you know, committed a lot of dumb penalties, made a lot of mistakes, fell behind, and then used their guts to rally. But if they played smart football for 60 minutes, using their guts to rally would never have been necessary. Thank you for the call. It's now time to ask Mark anything because we got hockey talk from 5.30 till 6. Ask Mark anything now. 412-333-WXDX. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. He's a prissy, sissy, dancy boy. No matter who's a goalie, when we have the right defense playing the right way. You're right, they should play without a goalie. The X at 105.9. Bob Pompiani tweeting, the Juju Smith-Schuster. Marquise Ponce added to the injury report with a hamstring and hip injury, respectively. Doesn't mean they won't play, but uh, let's see what happens at practice tomorrow. See what happens with Joe Hayden as well. Boy, not have, having Ponce would be just cataclysmic. Schuster, too, and don't forget Gilbert. It's the last game of his PED suspension. Time not to ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX. Brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. Chapino is Pittsburgh's finest seafood and chapa, so check out Chapino in the strip. Let's go to Todd. Todd, ask Mark anything. 
Todd, you there? Okay, let's go to Soup. Soup, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, I was wondering, who's your early favorite to win the Royal Rumble in WWE this year? I have. I, I almost don't pay attention to it at all. All right. At this point. I mean, uh, is Roman Reigns in it? Uh, as of right now, I don't think anybody's listed in it. Well, they want him to be in the main event at WrestleMania, and to, to do that, you have to win the Rumble, right? Or be the champion, right? Yeah, but I was thinking, you know, they. I keep hearing him and Lesnar for that for the Raw title. So I was thinking somebody from SmackDown would win it, and if they keep the belt yeah, on AJ, I, I, I what don't about care. You're boring me. Let's go to Snoopy. Snoopy, ask Mark anything. Hey, big sexy, big fan. How are you doing in Vegas? Terrific. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, how much money do you have on the Penguins winning tomorrow night? Well, they play tonight. I haven't bet yet. I haven't decided yet. Why not? I just haven't had time to go to the sports book yet. Why? Do I operate on your schedule when I'm out here in Vegas? Maybe I won't bet at all. Maybe there's a better bet to be made. What other bets are there? Well, right now, for example, I'm betting that you're boring the audience to death. But the odds are so small, what's the point of betting? Thank you for the call. Let's go to John. John, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. How are you today? Great. Hey, I know you were a big uh, Ronnie James Dio fan. I was just wanting to know your opinion on the Dio hologram, if you would go see it if it came to town. It's kind of creepy, isn't it? Yeah, I, I personally, I saw Ronnie a lot, you know, obviously when he was alive, and I don't think I would, I would go. I might go. I don't know, though. It seems to me to be weird. I'd rather hear Ripper Owens, because he's on that tour. I'd rather hear Ripper Owens sing the songs. I would rather go see The Last in Line and hear Andrew Freeman sing the songs. A dead guy with a hologram, like I said, kind of creepy. If it's for you, yeah. go and see it. I'm not sure I will, and I, I loved Ronnie dearly. Let's go to Steve. Steve, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. Uh, being in Vegas, uh, when you gamble, do you like to play faction at the sportsbook, or do you play table games or slots? What, what's your preferred uh, way of gaming? I play a lot of blackjack. I do some sports betting. That's about it. I don't gamble as much as I as I used to. I used to gamble an awful lot. When I didn't have money, it felt like more fun gambling. Now that I have money, you know, I could never win enough to make it a big deal. It would be tough to lose enough to make it a big deal, so it doesn't seem like as big a deal. That said, I'm down 400 right now, and I'm, I'm kind of pissed. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Dave. Dave, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, you got any uh, big plans for New Year's Eve this year? No. Why? Want to invite me to your party? Yeah, or you want to come down to Rivers Casino? They're having a big party down there. Nope, can't make it. Let's go to Eli. Eli, ask Mark anything. Yeah, hey, Mark. Um, this is regarding the Patriots. I was just wondering about a theory that maybe you know about, or maybe nobody's even talked about it yet. And what if they threw the last game to sort of pull the opposition being us? Did what? I'm thinking they threw the last game on purpose. The Patriots did. That That's beyond stupid. Why would they do that? To fool us, to give us some sort of uh, encouragement to make us think that beyond we could Beyond stupid. Beyond stupid. Why does a five-time world, ch- world champion, Super Bowl winner, need to fool somebody by throwing a game? And nobody throws games in pro sports, you idiot. Seriously, you could not sound stupid you do right now. That's all. You're a fool, an idiot, a moron. A jerk, a ne'er-do-well, 
some kind of a jackass. So now let's talk hockey. 412-333-9939. Hockey calls only. It's the Hockey Night Show next on 105.9. It's the Exit 105.9 Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. On your home for the best Pens coverage and the best hockey talk. 105.9 The X. We want hockey calls only now. 412-333-WXDX. we got the Penguins and the Golden Knights. Tonight, live from fabulous Las Vegas, Murray in the Pittsburgh goal, Marc-Andre Fleury in the Vegas goal. It's the old Penguin goalie against the current Penguin goalie. It's a three-time cup champion against a two-time cup champion. It really is a classic matchup between the pipes. Looking forward to seeing it, and you can hear it right here on 105.9 The X. Uh, Mike Sullivan shook up the lines. And if it goes like it looked like at practice yesterday, we're going to have Hornquist at left wing, which he ordinarily does not play, and in fact prefers very vocally to not play. But he'll be there with Malkin at center and Kessel on the right. And then the uh, top line tonight, Dominic Simon got some work at right wing with Sid in practice yesterday, but it looks like it's going to be Sid, Gensel, and Sherry. And whether or not you think it's right that Sid picks his lines, and he doesn't always, but he very often does. I think the best thing to do would be put Sid with Hornquist. I thought that line was working pretty good. I think when Sid plays with Hornquist, it forces Sid to play down low a bit more, and that's where Sid's at his best, but... When he plays with Sherry and Gensel, they attack off the rush almost constantly. And they're good at it, but there's more than one way to score a goal. And the Penguins are having trouble scoring, so the more options, the better. But I am looking forward to see how Hornquist the left wing goes because I don't think it'll work well. I'm not saying Horny will have the boo-boo face because of it, but he probably won't be too happy about it. And the Penguins need to start scoring, and they need to start winning. The sooner they do the former, the more they'll do the latter. They're at 500 right now. Think about it. The Penguins are 16, 13, and 3. The Vegas School Knights, an expansion team, are 19, 9, and 2. Just an amazing difference between the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions and the Vegas Golden Knights, an expansion team. Although, like I pointed out a bit earlier, the best expansion record ever was Pittsburgh Pirates in 1925-26, 1916-1. Looks like Vegas might top it, but uh, that was Pittsburgh's first foray into the NHL, the Pirates, and they did pretty good, made the playoffs. Let's hope the Penguins make the playoffs this year because for the first time, when they lost three out of five on that homestand, a homestand was supposed to get them really going again. After they lost three out of five on that homestand, I started to think for the first time, this may be a battle down to the wire for the Penguins to make the playoffs. I think they will. I don't think it's going to be easy. Up next, from the Athletic.com, he is here in Las Vegas to cover tonight's game. We're going to talk to Josh Joey. I'm Mark Madden on the Hockey Night Show, brought to you by Shenderovich, 
Shenderovich and Fishman, right here on the home of the Penguins, 105.9.